This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. This weekend, maybe we can all sit still long enough to watch a little playoff football in the National Football League. And we start on Saturday in the NFC with the Seahawks at the Niners. The Niners are laying 10. Niners plus 550 or minus 550, I should say, on the money line. The Seahawks plus 400. Total set at 43. Niners swept Seattle in the regular season, 22-7 in week two, 21-13 in week 15. Total has come down a half point from 43 and a hook. Chelsea, I kind of like the Niners here. Am I laying too many points? I don't think so, because I think the argument is not only are they a good offense, their defense is also suffocating as well. And Geno Smith has not done great against this Niners defense or at least the offense as a whole. When you score 20 points total over the course of two games against this Niners defense, who I'm sure is going to be ready to go for this one, I don't think it bodes very well for you, even if you are getting 10 points. So I think the Niners is probably the play. Maybe when it goes to 10 and a half, I will be off of it. But for now at 10, I still think it's the Niners. And I like cringe at myself for saying that because I hate laying double digits in the NFL, especially in the postseason. But this Niners team, top to bottom, is very Mm -hmm. complete. And they've shown they've been a matchup problem for the Seahawks. Yeah, they have. And that Niners defense is healthier, playing as well as it's played all season. And when you've got a guy like Brock Purdy who has so many weapons around him, you don't have to ask him to do it all. I'm going to ask you the question that we're going to have to answer at some point because the Niners, unless the Seahawks can pull a miracle this weekend, Niners going to win this game. If Jimmy G's healthy, and I keep going back and forth on this, initially I was like, it's Jimmy G, it's Jimmy G, it's Jimmy G. If Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, do you put him in instead of Brock Purdy, who continues to win, has thrown multiple touchdown passes in six straight games? I think this is a tough question because he's also going to be shaking off some rust. And, like, do you really want his first start off of, you know, injury being a very meaningful playoff game? I think if there's anybody who deserves the, you know, the tip of the cap or, you know, uh, the chance for us to not doubt him, it's probably Kyle Shanahan. Like, he probably knows what he's talking about. I think he is a good enough coach to where he will probably make the right decision. But I don't know. It's tough when you have a guy who has no playoff experience compared to Jimmy G, who has a wealth of playoff experience. But here's the thing. In those playoff games, it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo was setting the place on fire. It's not like you're throwing in Patrick Mahomes in there. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has had multiple interceptions in games that still counted as a win because that's a big argument. You know, quarterback wins, are they really a stat? And you look at his games, and it's more the team around him. So I don't know. It's a tough question, and I'm sure we'll hear it on all the talk shows if it is a debate. But for now, maybe just roll with Brock Purdy because you know he's 100% healthy, and you know he's riding into this one with momentum. Do you think there's going to be any nerves for the postseason for Brock Purdy? I don't I would say yes, except he's shown no nerves at all. And also, this is one of the reasons why Kyle Shanahan has been very much in the discussion for NFL head coach, coach of, the of the year. Yeah, because he's just put Brock Purdy in a situation where maybe Brock Purdy doesn't have to get nervous because he's got so many ways to win football games and such a stout defense. I think the question would be if the Niners play a close game, and they will at some point, and Purdy has to make a play, and that that that's coming, whether it's early in the playoffs, late in the playoffs, then you have to ask yourself, 
having never been there before, will he fold or will he come through like he has thus far? On Sunday, 4.30 kickoff between the Giants and the Vikings. Vikings laying three. Vikings minus 160 in the money line. Giants plus 135. The total is set at 48.5. Total up a point from 47.5. Vikings won back in week 16, 27-24 in overtime. If you remember, on a 61-yard field goal, I really, really like the Giants here, and I feel like I'm not going to be alone because the Vikings, for most of the season, to me, have seemed like a paper tiger. They just eat by the Giants, as I just said. And also, the Vikings' secondary is not very good, and I don't expect Daniel Jones to tear it up. But because the secondary is so weak, he can have enough success, I think, for the Giants to keep this within the number. Yeah, the Vikings all season long has been a team that uh, have not won games by big margins. Uh, and if you look at the last of the season, they've lost some games, lost to the Lions outright and uh, losing to the Packers 41 to 17. So early in the season, you would say, oh, well, you only take the Vikings if it's a short number. Like I said, I think this is a, a good spot for teasers. Like if you can get them all the way up to nine, I think that's a pretty solid play. And I would take the three. If it goes down to two and a half, maybe you do a second glance. But still, three points for a Giants team that should come into this game fully rested. Didn't they rest their starters last game? They sure did. Yeah, so yes. I think uh, the Giants getting three points here is the side that I would choose. I'm not sure if I'm going to play it just yet, but I think the safe play is you get them at plus nine. Do we see the Vikings blowing out the Giants? I certainly don't. I think the Giants could win outright. No, all season long, what has been the story with the Vikings, right? They're very good in one-score games, but that's what they do. So if you can get close to double digits with the G-Men, I think that's the play as well. Then on Monday, we get Monday Night Football between the Cowboys and the Bucks. Chelsea. The Cowboys laying three on the road. The Cowboys are minus 145 on the money line. The Bucks plus 120. Total set at 45.5. It has come up a point for 44.5. Way back in week one, Tampa won this matchup 19-3. I can already tell you I'm going to be on Tampa here as a home dog. It's hard for me to look at the Cowboys, not just based on what we saw against the Commanders, but if you look at what they've done over the past three weeks, Eagles, Titans, Commanders, they have been that impressive. And Dak Prescott isn't playing great football right now. Oh, yeah, that's putting it lightly. I think last game what was he like 14 of like 37. He had like yes. a terrible completion percentage last game. And he's thrown some really bad picks that have kept other teams in the game. Remembering back to that Titans game. Oh my God, Dak Prescott made some mind-blowing interceptions. So this is not a Cowboys team that's entering the postseason on a high note. We know they have a history of difficulty winning games in the postseason. And also, I don't really want to trust Mike McCarthy. I don't put him in the realm of coaches that I want to trust with my money. <laughs> However, the Bucks have not been trustworthy either. Like, if you're a square better, this is a Sophie's choice for you. Do you back Tom Brady or do you back the Cowboys? This is the God. square better's nightmare. Yeah, uh, it is. I think it's the Bucks. when you talk about playoff experience. We were talking about that with Brock Purdy. Well, certainly no one has more playoff experience than Tom Brady. And the, the problem is you have to make a choice between the Bucks and Cowboys and also Mike McCarthy and Todd Bowles. I think it's sort of the lesser of two evils. Neither of these guys has acquitted himself very well this season so I think I would lean Todd Bowles but man you're right there's no real side here where I feel strongly about I think this line is just about right but it's hard for me to look at the Cowboys particularly after what happened last year in the playoffs and say oh yeah I'm gonna roll with Dallas and you know their line's always a little bit inflated because they're such a publicly bad team 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.